Theory. Hello and welcome to a Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Brothers and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. And hey everybody, we're we're here. Yes, we, we are here. We got last episode, we talked about Smash the the Direct. We yeah. talked about the Direct. Yeah. And there is a big announcement during that Direct in regards yeah. to Smash Bros. More DLC fighters now in development. That's about the biggest announcement we've had in some time. Yeah. Uh, it has single-handedly increased the lifespan of this podcast. <laughs> yes, by several episodes. <laughs> um, so we are going to dedicate a whole episode of that shit. Uh, but before that, we got <laughs> we got some corrections. I guess we just got a lot of shit wrong. Because there are there there's many corrections, more than average this time. I think like fourteen. Fourteen corrections. Fourteen corrections? Uh I I think they're all interesting though. They're I, I learned a lot of things when I put together these corrections, so now you can learn things too. First, I said there's been no indicator that we would ever get the N sixty four classic. Mm-hmm. Um in September 2018, Nintendo Europe trademarked art of an N64 controller that has stylistic parody with controller art on the boxes of the NES and SNES Classic. Mm. Um, and that trademark made a lot of people think that an N64 Classic was going to happen that year. I see. It did not, and it's not happening this year either. Right. Um, but it could happen. They obviously made that trademark in case they went ahead with a plan like that. Okay. So it's obviously been discussed internally at Nintendo at the very least. Who knows if we'll ever see it. Well, the prospect of it excites me. Injustice 1's menu was symmetrical by the end of its DLC run, but it looks stupid sometimes during its DLC run. Right. I said uh, that the Metacritic scores of the Mario and Sonic uh, franchise, the Olympic franchise, range from the high 60s to the low 70s. Um, that was a guess, and I went and looked it up. The best scoring game in the franchise is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games, uh, for the DS, the mm-hmm. DS version. Uh, it came out in 2009, and it got a 76 on Metacritic. Uh, the worst scoring game is Mario and Sonic at the Switchy 2014 Olympic Winter Games, uh, released for the Wii U in 2013. With a 55. Boy, sometimes it's just hard for the Wii U to catch a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really hard for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you weren't like bang on, but you were pretty close. Yeah. Like, you got the feel of what those games are like. Yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah, like the, the best Mario Sonic game did better than I thought. But the worst Mario Sonic game did worse <laughs> than I thought. Right, yeah. Uh, by, so by, yeah by a bit. So that's, that's a wash. Um. Cramorant is actually based off of a cormorant, which is neither a heron, which is what I said, or a pelican, which you said in a way that made me think that you don't know what a heron is. Well, I wasn't thinking based on uh, Cramorant's appearance. I was thinking pelican based on, he's got a whole fish in his gob. Yeah, you know, cra- which is... Yeah, cor- cormorants do that too. Sure, but I, you know, I, I think the pelican is like the classic image. You think of them as just having a bunch of fish. They get that big kind of lower pouch thing you know right but but herons also have that it just expands when they need it instead of being more right i mean right like i'm I'm not saying they don't have it i'm just saying like for instance if i said 
you know, if you said, oh, this Pokemon is uh, an animal and it sprays stinky fluid out of it, I would probably think skunk first. Even right. Stink bugs also do that. So mm. that's that's kind of where where uh, the pelican came in. Although I think there is already a Pokemon based explicitly on a pelican, isn't there? Isn't there like some Pokemon yeah. called Pelipper. Pelican? Oh, okay, there you Pelipper. go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, evolves from Wingull. Right, right, right. Uh, so there you go. Pocket Card Jockey, I said, was probably in my top three most played 3DS games of all time. Mm-hmm. I, uh, thanks to the uh, 3DS activity log, mm-hmm. I I took a peek at my personal one. Uh, Pocket Card Jockey is my twelfth most played 3DS game in the activity log at 40 hours. Okay. Um, which That's, I that you you sank some time in yeah, that. Still, I, I spent some time on that. My top three is uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf in third with 62 hours played, mm-hmm. Bravely Default in second place with 65 hours played, and Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies in first place uh, with 79 hour, like 79.9 hours played. You know, if you had asked me to guess what your most played game was, I would not have said Dual Destinies. That's yeah. a beefy game, I guess. Uh, no, it's it's not a beefy game. You know why it's the most played game in my activity Oh, because log? you left your 3DS idling for 20 hours at one point or something? No, because the game was digital only. Uh-huh. So you wanted to play it, and I lent you my 3DS. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then our other friend Tommy wanted to play it, and I lent him my <laughs> 3DS to play it on. So that is 79 hours is when you play that game from cover to cover three times in a row. Oh, then, I mean, you should have just taken that off. Uh, it was, it's, it, it's effectively, I it don't was, know, a 27.5 hour game. Yeah, it was 80 hours in the activity log. What was your and, fourth place? Uh, I don't remember. I, 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 I put... I I wrote this like a week ago. Uh, I think maybe it was a Pokemon. Yeah, that like makes, Pokemon that, X or Y. That checks out. Yeah, I predicted that Saga Scarlet Grace would get a December 2019 announcement in the direct. Uh, that did not happen. However, uh, a week later at Tokyo Game Show, it got a December 2019 announcement. Right. I was right about the announcement. I was wrong about the timing of the announcement. Um. Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy is not the first Jedi Knight game. It is the last Jedi Knight game. Right. They just they decided to stop numbering the games <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Um, Makes sense that you, you would think that it's Jedi Academy is the first one because they're like at the Academy and then they get out of the Academy later, you, you know. But, sure. Uh, I didn't really put that much thought into it. One game was called Jedi Knight 2. Right. The other was called Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. They both had subtitles. Yeah. I played a not insubstantial amount of Jedi Academy as well, and hmm. uh, that was uh, it was it was fine. Well, uh, you can you can, it can be fine again in early 2020 <laughs> or whatever. That's true. Or I could just download it on Steam, which is where I have it. Uh, I said that either the Wild Arms smartphone game died, or it came out with no fanfare at some point because I hadn't heard about it in a long time. Uh-huh. Um, it released in Japan uh, September 26th. 2018 as wild arms million memories okay uh and then it there has been no word to date on a u.s localization uh so i would say that it did come out with no fanfare yeah i think that's a fanfare thing to say daniel <sighs> i said <laughs> i uh i called megalovania undertale three times without realizing it i just said the song was undertale over and over you're just you're you are a living meme and then the fourth time, 
I said Megalovania. Okay. So gotcha. like that yeah, that was just like a slip of the tongue. I meant Megalovania each time. Fourth time's the charm, as they say. Uh, yeah, that's what they say. Yep. Uh back in the episode where I said we would get me costumes for Frisk, Sans, and Papyrus, I actually said we would get one or more of those costumes. Okay. So the fact that we only got Sans, I am technically still correct in my prediction. Uh a full correct instead of a half correct. I did have a little more skin in the game than you, though. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a smidge more. Yeah, but I had the correct amount of skin. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't as much skin as me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's not impressive that you put more skin if it's too much skin. Don't be jealous of my skin, Daniel. <laughs> The fact that I have a lot of skin, it's actually a problem. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Go to a doctor, Sean. Uh, I, I, I said uh, during Toby Fox and Sakurai's meeting when they were hanging out uh, and Sakurai gave him, a, gave him a ride home, I said... Toby said that he made a Flintstones joke. Toby never said that he made a Flintstones joke. What he did do was keep calling Sakurai's car Sakurai's Batmobile. They're they're just like playing. They're playing Smash together. Toby Fox, you know, jukes out of the way at exactly the right time, does a smash attack, knocks Sakurai off stage, and then just uncontrollably screams, Yabba Dabba Doo! <laughs> and then he's just like incredibly embarrassed about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, it's a take I have. Uh, I, I, Sakurai san. I, 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 Toby Fox, <laughs> always yell Yabba Dabba Doo when I'm excited. Uh, that's uh, that's what happened in my mind. Yeah. Toby Fox can say Batman all he wants, but in fact, uh, the song "Heartbreak" from Undertale is actually called "Heartache." Uh, uh, close enough. Yeah. Terry Bogard does not murder Geese Howard in cold blood. <laughs> he tries to save him at the end of his Fatal Fury three story mode. Oh, okay. Um, Geese refuses to accept Terry's help and falls to his death. Oh, so uh, that's the reference in yes. the video. Okay. Yes. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Like the yeah, and in in the Fatal Fury game that it happens, I think it's the third one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry like reaches down to to help Geese back up, and Geese swats his hand away and in pride and defiance. I see. And uh, and plummets to his to his doom. But not before he impregnated somebody, and Rock Howard shows up ten years later. Right. Yeah. Terry just watches Geese fall, hears the telltale, I don't know, crunch as he hits the ground, <laughs> tear glimmering in his eye, says, Are you okay? <laughs> and, and leaves. <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty good. Thanks. That, that's better than I thought it was going to be in the wind-up. <laughs> I I thought you were gonna say that like he falls to his death and then just impregnates a woman on his way down no! and dies. No, 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 yeah. no. Uh, uh, yeah, that joke was <laughs> your your joke was better, and I'm I'm grateful for it. Thank, uh, thank you. Just halfway down, he sees his girlfriend rip hookin', and then he's done, <laughs> and then he dies. He, he just looks at her and is like, "You're pregnant," and then like, he, <laughs> and then he just dies, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, I guess I'm pregnant." <laughs> as soon as they lock eyes, yeah. that's, that's how it happens in the Fatal Fury. Yeah. It's, it's like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Never mind. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you know, it's like Pokemon battles. Like when our eyes meet, we have to battle. In uh, Fatal Fury, it's like when our eyes meet, you're pregnant. <laughs> <clears throat> I said that Terry Bogard had a friend named Benamaru in the Fatal Fury franchise. Uh, he does. Benamaru is not Terry Bogard's friend. He's not even a Fatal Fury character. <laughs> He's Kyo Kusanagi's friend in the in the King of Fighters franchise. Oh, okay. Uh, and he shows up as early as King of Fighters 94. I see. Which I believe is the first one. Finally, Garu Mark of the Wolves is on the Switch. It released for the Switch on May 11th, 2017. Oh. And it's very good. Yeah, we gotta get that shit. Yeah, it's good fight, shit. Fight each other. Ooh. I'm gonna get you with Kush Nude Butt. Uh, probably. <laughs> Uh, the fact that you have any familiarity with how that game plays puts you at an advantage over me. Cush dude, but so uh, also I found out that Cush dude, but is that character's name in America only in Japan. His name is Marco Rodriguez or something. Oh, and it was uh, that was deemed to be too similar to like a prominent MMA fighter at the time <laughs> or something. Um, so since this was the era when pe- when translators just did whatever they wanted, Kushnude Butt, they called him Butt. Okay, Kushnude gotcha. Butt. Uh, <laughs> I hope his name stays Kushnude Butt if he ever shows up in a in like King of Fighters fifteen or something. Me too. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all fucking right. It's time. More DLC fighters now in development, and we have to predict what that means and what we're gonna get. Whew. Okay. So here's here's really the hot question. Uh do we think it's going to be another fighter's pass? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think it's yeah, it's gonna be another pack of five, maybe a pack of four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, a pack of four or five, and it's it's going to be like the the same treatment as before. Fighter, mm-hmm. stage, music, uh DLC spirits. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so uh, maybe after that pass, they'll release a standalone character or two. Um, but I, I do think there'll be a Fighter's Pass 2. With, cool. Uh, with five, four or five more DLC packs. I'm going to say five just, just to be optimistic. Okay, we are in agreement. Cool. So the other question, do we think this Fighter's Pass is going to be all third-party characters again? Um, I don't think that's guaranteed. Yeah. I'd I'd say it's possible, but I'd also say not necessarily. But I do think there's one thing that's definitely worth keeping in mind, and that is that when Sakurai said uh, that there's going to be more DLC characters, he said that part of the reason the team made that idea is because he wants to keep introducing new worlds to Smash Bros. Right. Uh, So I think while first-party representatives are possible... Uh Uh-huh. Um... I think that they will they will be new franchise reps at the very least. Okay. Um I like that idea. I think that's cool. Yeah, instead of like additional characters for existing franchises. Right. Uh like I think at this stage of the game stuff like Bandana Waddle D uh has like a 0% chance of, yeah. of cracking in. Yeah. Um there there are a few first party reps that I want to go over their likelihood. Okay. Uh, and a couple are are reps from existing franchises that I think do have a chance despite what I just said. Okay. Uh one is a 
Fire Emblem Three Houses rep. Yeah. Either Byleth or Edelgard. Yeah, yeah, I think that's likely. Yeah. Um, or I, th- I think that's more likely than, you know, I don't know, another Mario character or something. Right. Like, it's not because Edelgard has an axe, right? Mm-hmm. So theoretically she can bring something different. Sure. Uh, on the other hand, I, I don't know how much different she can really bring hmm yeah um you know even though the weapon would be different and she'd hit hard with it i i don't know how different she'd feel from a sword fighter because like she still wields it in like one hand and i don't know yeah no i i think that's fair um like i i guess you could yeah like you could make her feel slow and powerful but then ike feels slow and powerful he's like the slow and powerful fire emblem character yeah exactly so that's hard i like edelgard a lot as a character oh me too yeah i mean obviously sakurai would have to do some finagling in order to make her interesting yeah byleth on the other hand is another blue-haired sword fighter (laughs) right that's true um but uh byleth has such a unique sword Mm -hmm. um like the the sword of truth or the sword of the chosen or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to do a fucking correction next episode. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, 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 sword of the creator. Sword of the creator. Right. Yeah. Sword of the creator has ranged capabilities and I think has like a cool like chain thing going on. Yeah, it's basically it's like it's like Ivy's sword. It's like a whip sword. Yeah. Uh, and so you could do cool stuff mechanically with that. Yeah, that that's got maybe more potential than an axe even. I would say. Um, I also think that like you know if they wanted to go kind of wacky. Like, one of the things that I really appreciate about Fire Emblem Three Houses is that there's more of a focus on, like, changing classes oh. than there has been in any of the other games. Yeah. So I think that you could almost mechanically do something like that or just even make the normals themed around, like, okay, this is, like, the assassin attack. Yeah. Oh, this is the cleric attack. Oh, you know what I, I mean? That, that could be kind of neat. I I think that even without getting that gimmicky, you could have some compelling, unique mechanics for Byleth. Like uh, like the crest system. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, and maybe like even like a final smash where he like points the sword forward and a battalion comes in from behind. Uh huh. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, I I think Byleth does have potential. Yeah, me like if you had asked me before Three Houses came out, <laughs> and when you did ask me before Three Houses came out, mm-hmm. I said that Edelgard was the most likely by far. Right. But I think instead it'll be Byleth with male and female costume options. Cool. I'm, I'm if, okay with that. Yeah. If if a Three Houses rep comes forth, it'll be right. Byleth. I think that, you know, out of kind of franchises that already exist in smash that could return fire emblems got to be up there yeah just because not only do you have the relevancy of three houses having just come out and being so successful you also have the perennial ceaseless relevance of fire emblem heroes yeah which has been very successful for nintendo as well yes very very much money has been made from that mobile game. And of course, it's very easy to imagine them doing like, oh, you know, to uh, commemorate Byleth coming out in uh, Smash, we're doing this special version of Byleth and Heroes yeah, that you can only get if you... Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or like a Smash banner. Right. Yeah. That just like has all the all the Fire Emblem characters that have been in Smash. Yeah. yeah. So I think that, you know, there's, there's definitely mileage there for a Byleth uh, prediction. Yeah, I think the one other... Uh, existing franchise that could be relevant enough to get a new rep right now mm-hmm. is Pokemon. Oh yeah, with with a Gen Eight Pokemon. Yeah. Um. I you know I I think there's still a decent chance of that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I I have even predicted it in the past, but then kind of rescinded that prediction. Right. Um, if there is a Gen Eight Pokemon, uh, that's going to be Smash DLC, I mm-hmm. don't think we've seen it yet. Mm, okay. Like maybe it's the final evolution of uh right. of one of the starters. Maybe it's it's a legendary we haven't seen or just a or just a particularly iconic design that's going to be pushed in the new anime. Uh-huh. You know. I could see it. Yeah. It's actually just um the wheezing variant. <laughs> With the top hats and the uh and the beards. Yeah. That's that's, that's what it is. Yeah. You did it. Yep. You cracked the code. Yeah. It's uh, all of its moves are just spraying out poison gas and going wheezing. Anyway, yeah, not sure I would commit to a Gen Eight Pokemon, but uh, it's going to be my main. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, me neither. Yeah, uh, but in the realm of possibility, in any case, yes, yes, definitely. So, I think if there is a first party rep, it'll be, uh, it'll be you know a new, a newcomer. In terms of like you know, it'll be representing its franchise for the first time. Sure. The problem with that is that most most characters with like new shiny franchises on the Switch that I'd say have a chance are already assist trophies. Like mm-hmm. Arms is the big one, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Like Springman is an assist trophy, and there's other characters from like you know beloved older school franchises. That are also just assist trophies, sure. Like Isaac from Golden Sun, yeah, yeah. Um, now and Takamaru, you know, uh, Springman is the assist trophy. But what about like? Do you think that Ribbon Girl, for instance, you know what I mean? Like I, another character. I I think Ribbon Girl would be awesome. Yeah, I'd love Ribbon Girl, and I suppose there's an above zero chance of it. <laughs> uh, but I I think that Springman. Being an assist trophy, in addition to all the armed spirits mm-hmm. that are in there, is kind of the, that's that's kind of the, the the little button that's being put on top of that franchise for Smash Ultimate. You know, like yeah. that's the representation that Arms is getting. I also just think, I mean, Arms didn't make that big of a splash. You know, like I feel as though if they were going to use, in particular, DLC slot for a Nintendo character, yeah. you wouldn't want to go with a game that was kind of like, well, that was a game. I think it I think it sold, like, at least a million, okay. you know? Like, yeah, it didn't do bad by any means, but I, I think it 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 didn't do as amazing as they were hoping. Yeah, like, sure. my, my, my feeling was that, you know, their thinking was like, we're going to somehow enter the competitive scene with this game. Yeah. You know? And obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, it it had a it had a competitive scene, but it didn't last for very long. Right. Yeah, I don't think it uh, I don't think it made as much of a cultural impact as Nintendo was hoping. But I love the character designs for it, and I oh, think yeah. I think it would make a great Smash character. I agree. I feel like whenever we get Smash Six, there will be an Arms character in it. Okay. And there and Arms Two might be out by then. <laughs> sure. One one character I think could make its franchise debut is Mach Rider. Okay. Um, we we talked before about how much potential Mach Rider has. Yes. Uh, and we've even straight up predicted him, uh, or them really. Sure. At uh, at various points, um, it would be very Sakurai to be like, oh well, yeah, I never did a retro up for Ultimate. Here <laughs> it is. Right. After all this time, um. But we still are not 100% sure if 
if the next batch of DLC is really Sakurai's call. That's what I'm kind of thinking just in terms of like, I think that even in a situation where they're going to be doing first party characters for DLC, like Mock Rider, unless they're going to like do a revival of the franchise and release a new Mock Rider game, yeah. that doesn't feel like the most tactical way to use a DLC slot. I feel that. Plus Mock Rider, I think, is one of the few games that isn't even currently available on the nes nintendo online switch service uh-huh although if mock rider was dlc they could put it on there at the mm-hmm. same time that's true yeah that's true uh but i don't i don't think that's the most likely thing no me neither <laughs> <laughs> uh here's here's really the most likely character i think okay uh in terms of first party uh, is the protagonist from Astral Chain. Ah, okay. Um, their name is chosen by the player, um, but their last name is always Howard. Oh. So I guess their, their name could be like Officer Howard or something. Sure. So so Officer, ha- Officer Howard from Astral Chain, I think, has the relevance. Yeah. Right? Just came out. Sure. Uh, I It at least critically is very popular. It did... It did. It got really good reviews, like you know, kind of like in the eight to nine point five range. Yes. Um, I think it cracked the top five of the MPD, didn't it? Uh, hmm. Do we know that yet? Well, I listened to the latest Easy Allies podcast, and I believe they said that it did. Oh, you're listening to Easy Allies? Uh, l- yeah, a little bit. Oh. I, I haven't finished an episode yet, but I, I've gotten beginning. Blah. I've been getting pretty deep in and enjoying myself. Aw. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I haven't even been listening. Well, you uh, know, I gotta I gotta follow through on one of your recommendations once in a blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. It got 10th on the NPD for August. Okay. It was the only new release to crack the top 10 that month. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, all the, all the other games had come out July or earlier. Well, hey, you know. For being, like, a new and really strange <laughs> uh, kind of conceptual I, uh, game, I think I, that's pretty cool. I think that's great for yeah. Astral Chain. I think yeah. that's, I, I think being the 10th best-selling game in the United States is really great for, for such a new and weird game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'd, I'd say popularity counts and uh, moveset potential even though I haven't played this game yet, I think it's off the charts. Off the chain, if you will. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you know, you, you just have, like, a robot dog. Right. And I think it can even be, like, a, like, a, it can be a robot dog or it can be, like, a robot person or... I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea how Astral Chain works, yeah. but I believe you. They've got yeah. cool shit happening. Yeah, you have, like, a robot that's, like, attached to your soul or something. <laughs> right. And, uh... And you kind of fight in tandem with it. The idea of Sakurai incorporating that into a Smash game is exciting. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's That's got incredible potential. Um, I think Officer Howard would be a really cool character. Yeah. I, I'm sure they'd, they'd come up with a, with a cooler name than Officer <laughs> Howard. That's something that sounds like a character on a sitcom from the 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 Astral Chain. Here's <laughs> Officer Howard. Oh, Officer Howard, how you doing? Well, I've got my robot dog attached to my soul, so it's a good Monday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do, 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 do. It just wanders it, off. It does. It does this weird. The game does this weird thing where, um, you know, your your character's name is X Howard, uh-huh. uh, and you pick um, you pick a boy or a girl, you pick a male or female, yeah, uh, 
character to be. Whichever one you don't pick, if you pick a male, for example, uh, the female character is your twin sister named Akira Howard. Oh, huh. So they might they might just call the character Akira. Sure, a- yeah. Akira Howard. That works. If they did that, though, it'd be funny because then technically you would not be playing the protagonist of Astral Chain. You'd be playing a supporting character mm, from the game. Right, that's who, true. Who happens to look like the protagonist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'd be very, that'd be very odd. But anyway, I, th- I think Astral Chain protagonist has, like, it kind of came out with, like, the perfect timing and, uh, and could absolutely show up as a DLC character, especially if they support Astral Chain itself with an expansion or DLC down the line. Yeah. I think the other possibility is Sakurai, you know, saying, like, we didn't, how, we weren't anticipating how successful Astral Chain would be, so here is an assist trophy yeah, or something. I don't think they're going to add an assist trophy. Okay. Yeah, I I think, uh, yeah, I don't think the game will get new assist trophies. Here's a hundred stickers of Officer Howard's face. <laughs> I do think uh, an Officer Howard me costume could happen. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brawler. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. They, uh, they add a, f- the, actually, the next DLC character is a fourth variant of the me fighter called me character that fights alongside their dog and uh and uh, you'll get astral chain right, yeah. character me costume. trainer yeah 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 you'll get astral chain character as a costume you'll get uh you'll get galford from samurai showdown as uh, a costume you'll get uh, like a, a pokemon trainer with a houndoom yeah you'll, you'll get uh you'll get mega man again for some reason <laughs> Mega Man's already playable, but now you get right now. Mega now you got Rush. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Ken and Koromaru will show up. Yeah. yeah. Snake At- will sh- Atlas. Snake will show up again with D Dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that'll be Big Boss. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Big well, Boss is the D Dog. Yeah, but he he still goes by Snake, right? Uh yes, yes he does. The Naked Snake. <laughs> but they are two different characters. Yes. Yeah. Right. I I see. A different Snake will show up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. A snake by any other name. Uh-huh. Would uh, smell as sweet. <laughs> That's uh, how that line goes. Stop smelling snakes. Uh, <laughs> That's the new uh, Metal Gear game. Metal Gear Solid. Stop smelling snakes. <laughs> Hideo Kojima came back. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just like a close-up of Norman Reedus. Going like, stop smelling snakes. <laughs> right, yeah, you pay $60, you put it in, there's like a really lengthy install. And then it's just that it's a it's a meticulously digitally <laughs> rendered Norman Rita saying that this snake is the president of Jack shit. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think Astral Chain's got a shot. Yeah, me too. So uh, that's that's the first party rep talk. Now let's talk about third party rep. There's All a right. lot of third party reps to talk about. Roughly twenty, <laughs> uh, and I thought we'd go in alphabetical order this time. Um. Makes sense to me. Because I think trying to... Because I think that trying to order it by, like, prominence would, would get kind of muddled for me. Um, as the Jackson 5 said, ABC. It's as easy as 1, 2, 3. So let's begin. Story me. Ba, ba, ba. 1, 2, 3. Maybe you want me, girl. So first up <laughs> yep. is, uh, is Agumon from right. Digimon. Um, this returning pick. Yes, I I have been predicting Agumon for for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Uh I I still think Agumon would make an excellent choice, especially an Agumon that like 
that digivolves during a fight as part of his kit. Right, as like some kind of mechanic. Yeah. I, I think like the moveset the moveset potential is incredible. Uh Digimon Survive is coming out in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh we we recently got re releases of Digimon Cyber Sleuth, both versions of that game for the Switch. It's cool that the Digimon franchise just keeps plugging along, you know? Like yeah. did they achieve the level of success that Pokemon did as they probably wanted to? No. Uh, yeah, absolutely have, not. Have they carved out a niche for themselves? Uh, with a dedicated fan base, yes, they have. Yeah, definitely, De- <laughs> definitely. Uh, I got f- we got followed recently by a Twitter account just called Agumon for Smash Bros, <laughs> and uh, like all, all they tweet about is like tweets that support Agumon being a Smash Bros character. Well, this is for you, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah i I would love Agumon. Uh. Like, thinking about it, I don't know how likely he is. I do think we're going to get another Namco rep in this next, within, you know, the next six characters. Sure. I can't say I'm fully confident that it's going to be Agumon, but I think he deserves a slot. Okay. Uh, Crash Bandicoot or Spyro the Dragon. I have a hard time with these guys because I'm so disinterested in both of them that it's difficult for me to be objective about what their chances are. Yeah. No no offense intended toward anybody who grew up with those characters and loves those characters. I just didn't. Right. I I grew up with Spyro actually and I I still like, you know, I I'm not a a super like I I'm not really a fanatic right. these days. I did not get like the remakes for example. Sure. I I think um I think their chance is is not bad actually. Uh especially now that uh, Nintendo has shown a willingness to collaborate mm-hmm. with third parties outside of Japan. Okay. Um, I think specifically Crash is maybe a bit more likely than Spyro. I think he's got a bit more popularity, and uh, um, and you know that that bums me out a bit. I like Spyro more than I like Crash. <laughs> uh, and I think Spyro's also got better moveset potential than Crash. Sure. But uh, you know, Crash does have his remakes released on the switch uh-huh. and i think he's one of the few picks left that would be truly shocking <laughs> that is true like people uh, would go wild yeah like a lot of like you know a lot of people are requesting crash but i don't think a lot of people are really truly in their heart of hearts expecting crash yes um yeah no that would blow some minds yeah yeah and i i said before that i don't know if like like, a Crash as a character would essentially be like a fuck you to Sony, you know? Right. Like, it's like, oh, you think you think Crash is the face of, was the face <laughs> of PlayStation? Well, here he is in a fighting game that's not yours. Yeah! Um, I, I was going to say stick that up your neocortex, but that just feels like a, a bit much. <laughs> no, I, I kind of like that. Stick that up your neocortex! <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> no, you're right. That was a bit much. Yeah, you should have should have trusted your <laughs> your, uh, your judgment. <sighs> um, I I don't know if he's like a shoe in. Yeah, but I I think he's worth thinking about in terms of likelihood. Sure. I'm yeah. I'm I'm hesitant to go all in and say I'm definitely predicting crash just because I think that there's more likely uh characters that we have and have not yet considered. Yes. Um. Up next, Dante from Devil May Cry. Uh-huh. Um, 
Dante's backlog, his back catalog, is slowly being uploaded to the right. Switch. Yeah, at a steady clip, we're kind of getting all the Devil May Cry games, which yeah. is cool. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 was a very, you know, it was a success. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's got Dante on on several lips. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be, you know, um, I like Devil May Cry fine, and so I guess I'd be fine with this. Uh, there's an extent to which my feeling would be just that, like, there's a lot of Bayonetta overlap. Uh-huh. Oh, although Dante versus Bayonetta in a fighting game for the first time. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Would be pretty cool. Uh, both designed by the same guy. Um, right, right. So that, that, that would be, that'd be really neat. Um, I think that's the... I think honestly that might be the main thing he has going for him though, you know, <laughs> outside of of course a lot of great moveset potential. Yes. Um he's he's another one where just like he's had so many different weapons besides his guns and sword. Yeah. That there's just a lot of cool stuff you could do with him like switching weapons for normals. Yeah, yeah. Um now nah, he's he's definitely got a lot of great potential. I uh yeah, I'd I'd be fine with him as an addition. I don't know if I'd be like excited, right? But that's also because I I haven't I haven't played any Devil May Cry besides the demo for four, right? On right. The Xbox 360 or something. Yeah, and he's just he's been in some some fighting games at this point. You know, he was yeah he was a fixture of MVC three, and he just showed a, he and his buddy Virgil brother Virgil are they brother. brothers brother. Yeah. I I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> I, I stopped at about the midway point of DMC three. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm just kind of oversaturated with them in the fighting game scene to an extent. Sure, that it's almost like we don't need him again. Yeah, uh, a version of Dante was in PlayStation All Stars. That's right. So we've, yeah. we've we've even had like a Dante moveset in a <laughs> Smash style game. Right. Although I think they'd be very different. Yes, I think so too. Um. So I, I, you know, I think Dante's worth keeping in mind. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I'm committing to him yet. Up next, the Doom Slayer. Yeah. From from Bethesda. <laughs> now this has been in a lot of fake leaks. Yeah. Right. Uh, fake ass people love leaking the Doom Slayer. Quote yeah. Unquote leaking. I and I think this is largely based on uh, back when Smash Ultimate DLC was first announced, was like went to Bethesda and they were like, would you consider like putting like a character from doom, like in mm-hmm. smash and the Bethesda guy was like, Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'd love that. You <laughs> right. Know? Um, but of course, if someone came to me in our living room and said, would you consider putting one of your random ass OCs in smash? I would say definitely. Yeah. That doesn't make it any more likely that sure. any of them are going to be in the game. Sure. But unlike you, <laughs> Bethesda has collaborated with Nintendo on several occasions already. I've been collaborating with Nintendo my whole life. <laughs> buying their consoles, playing their games. <laughs> we have a tight relationship. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, the next character is Sean's OC <laughs> uh, Fart Juice. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah a, that, that it's, sounds like an OC that I would make yeah. and not you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's alphabetical, so Doom Slayer. Oh, I then see. Fart Juice. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Right, uh, right, okay. But uh, before we get really in depth with fart juice, I think <laughs> that I think the Doom Slayer uh would would be kind of even though he's been on seventeen fake leaks at this point, right. and I think that's going to lead to a lot of people expecting him. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think he would be kind of a shocking. Like he would stand out as a Smash character. Yeah, I will. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um. 
he's also like really violent and really heavy on the guns and like yeah um chainsaws and stuff yeah although you know there are there are like while that seemed like a restriction in the past there are now now several characters in smash bros uh that do very violent things in their m-rated games (laughs) Uh, bayonetta is the one that sticks out most prominently yeah no that's that's not unfair i guess i just I think of Doom as being, like, second to Mortal Kombat in terms of emphasizing, like, an that, extraordinary that amount of gore, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, I think in that sense, it could be a tough sell. Yeah. Uh, and also just, like, the Doom Slayer's appearance is both iconic, like, you you look at it and you know it's Doom, uh-huh. but it's it's also kind of generic and bland. Yeah. Like, uh, that's not really... a aesthetically that's not really a character i'm excited to be in a fighting game no me neither it's like the master chief problem yeah although honestly i think master chief would look better aesthetically in smash than the doom slayer yeah no i think so too but that's just another character where it's like well you're a guy in a helmet yeah i really i think i think the main thing would be the novelty of like a space marine you know being in smash right and I know, like, the thing is, like, the Doom Slayer, like, I don't know, at least if it was Master Chief, you know, he you could do, like, fun, like, like, the trailer could have him, like, fighting Samus and stuff, uh-huh. right? Uh, Do- Doom Slayer, I mean, he could still fight Samus, but it would feel less like, like, a, whoa, a meeting of the, <laughs> right, of, yeah. of the Space Marines, you know, I don't know. It would just be more like, some guy fights Samus. <laughs> <laughs> They're both in space. Both got the pew pew. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely not he's definitely not like a uh, a super big contender for me in terms of I'd love him in the video game, but I I suppose he's he's possible. Yeah, you know he is as you said earlier. You know he's got a non-zero chance. Yeah, of appearing in the game. Um, speaking of of characters that have a chance, but I wouldn't really love them in the game. <laughs> Is a Fortnite character. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Um, and uh, yeah, I you know it could happen. Fortnite is still one of like the most watched games on Twitch and all that. Yeah, uh, very popular. Uh, kids are flossing all over the world, and uh, I hope that has actually had a positive impact on children's dental health. You know, <laughs> maybe they just hear the word and they're like, "Oh yeah, flossing." and they're like flossing their teeth yeah absolutely not come on no kids come on kids that do the floss are absolutely not actually flossing Mm, floss those babies (laughs) uh that's less likely than a Fortnite character in smash (laughs) that's fair the musa potential of a Fortnite character would not be awful like the idea of them like building things as they fight yeah no that's that's cool yeah just like stuff kind of staying around and then other characters can jump up on it or yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. that's neat. Yeah. But again, I I think I think Fortnite is a very flash in the pan kind of popular game. Uh-huh. I think uh I think kind of like PUBG before it, <laughs> uh when something better comes along, we'll all kind of forget that Fortnite exists. Yeah, I I will say that it has enjoyed an enduring popularity that has surprised me. Yes. I didn't think that it would be this big for this long. Yes. But yeah, I definitely think that, you know, sooner or later, something else is going to come along. Everybody's going to jump on it and Fortnite's going to get left in the dust. Yeah. I think that if Nintendo adds a Fortnite character, 
it like when you look back at that roster in five years, <laughs> the Fortnite character will be the most like dated. It'll be yeah. both like, oh, that's the pick of its time. Right. Um, you know, although to be fair, I did think that about Bayonetta. Sure. When, when Bayonetta was put in the game. And now she's getting a third game. Yeah. So you never maybe, know. Maybe maybe Smash would kind of rejuvenate Fortnite's popularity in a way <laughs> if they did that. Fortnite is just starting to die, and then Sakurai steps in and saves them. <laughs> anyway, I don't think that I would love a Fortnite character no, being me added either. to the roster, but like millions of ten-year-olds would. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and so that I, definitely counts for something. Yeah, it it definitely does. Yeah. Speaking of a character that millions of ten year olds would love, uh, Frisk, uh huh, from Undertale. Hmm. So Sans from Undertale has been revealed as a me costume, right? In Smash Ultimate. And here's something I think could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, sometime next year, Sakurai or Nintendo reveal that. Sans is the the most selling me costume <laughs> in the entire game uh-huh. by like a notable landslide, right? Uh, and that he sold so well and got such a positive reception from Smash fans and Undertale fans that they just that they just that they decided to expand Undertale's representation hmm. and add Frisk, uh, or or maybe some some other. Uh, See, that's that's kind of where I was thinking is just because, you know, obviously Frisk is the main character of the game and is quite important to Undertale, but, you know, he does spend, he, they? They, 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 they spend. They do spend the game either talking to people or hitting them, you know it's, what I mean? Yeah, it. It would. I don't know where what the moveset potential is for Frisk. Yeah. To, to be honest, uh, so maybe they would pick some someone else like Papyrus or Un- Undine uh, yeah, or somebody. Yeah, Papyrus or Undine. Um, or or maybe just they would just upgrade Sans to to a full ass playable character. Ooh, baby. Um, <laughs> I would love to come back from behind. You know what yeah, I mean? Uh-huh. Oh man, I would die. That'd be uh, great. Yeah. I'd die and turn into a skeleton. <laughs> Name Sans, um, I would become Sans. Yeah. Alternately, I could see like Frisk, Papyrus, and Undyne, uh, getting me costumes. Okay. Like you know, like also getting me costumes, and each of those costumes comes with a uh, new arrangement uh-huh. of an Undertale song. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I would take that if Bone Trousel was one of them. Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah, I'd be down like, for that. like Papyrus comes with Bone Trousel. Undyne comes with battle against a true hero, and uh, Frisk comes with something. Yeah, maybe, maybe just Frisk comes with Undertale or one of the one of them good final boss musics. Um, yeah, that I I think maybe maybe that'd be more in line with the kind of representation that that Undertale would get. Sure, it's like Sans sold really well. Here's more Undertale costumes, <laughs> right? With with additional music, maybe arranged by Toby Fox, maybe arranged by like other cool industry vets like Yoko Shimomura. Man, that'd be really cool. I would love to see other people get to do things with Toby Fox's music. Me too, man. Me too. Up next, alphabetically on the outline, we jump from F to J with Jibanyan from Yokai Watch. Ah, um, uh, yes. Everyone's favorite little, little cat demon. 
Yeah, I mean, people like him in Japan, and uh, Yokai Watch 4 did just come out for right. Switch in Japan, and I think it's going to be getting a Western release. Um, you know, it, it really changed things up in a way that impressed me. Have you seen any of the gameplay at all? Uh, I've seen I've seen a little, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, that's very different. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh-huh. Um, I, that said, I, I don't think Jibanyan really has much of a shot. Yeah, I wouldn't predict them. Yeah, like, I think Jibanyan's, like, worth mentioning. But ultimately, I don't really think Jivanyan is in. Yeah, no, me neither. I just don't have the vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Up next is actually kind of an interesting one worth discussing. Discussing. Lloyd Irving from the Tales franchise, specifically Tales of Symphonia. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I generally would not think that Lloyd's chances are exactly off the charts. Sure. His, his relevance is definitely pretty low these days. Yeah, although I will say that, you know, obviously the franchise that he came from does enjoy a certain niche popularity in perpetuity. It does. It's also a Namco Bandai franchise. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I think another Namco Bandai rep is inevitable. Yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, there was a very interesting kind of informal poll um, it, I don't think you can even really call it a poll. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, when the Nintendo Twitter accounts for each region, Nintendo of America, Nintendo of Europe, Nintendo of Japan, mm-hmm. they each made a tweet, uh, tweeting the announcement of more DLC characters, mm-hmm. uh, now in development, uh, someone went through and kind of, uh, counted the requests like okay. the, the most popular request for each oh, region. Oh, I see. Um, and kind of made a little image for it. Uh, Lloyd Irving was the number one pick for Japan. Hmm. He, he was the most. He was the most requested character in response to a a Nintendo Japan Smash tweet. Yeah, I mean that's not official, but that is impressive. Yes. Uh, another thing of note: Scott Menville the original voice of Lloyd Irving, also the voice of Robin in Teen Titans and Teen oh, Titans Go. okay. Um, in September, said that he's working on a project he's excited about, but he hmm. signed an NDA, so he can't talk about it yet. Huh. I think Lloyd would be a really cool rep for a pretty, like, for a pretty popular overall RPG franchise. You know, he'd be a cool little RPG rep. But uh, I, I think one thing worth noting about the Scott Menville thing is that Scott Menville uh, has not voiced Lloyd since the original game. Right. Lloyd has appeared in other games, but ever since then he's been voiced by uh, by another dude. The the guy that voices Monokuma in the Danganronpa oh, games. Oh, huh. Greg Garby or something. <laughs> That's not his name. Give me... <laughs> Greg Gumby. Greg... Greg... Gregerson. Greg Gregly. Gerson. Brian, Brian Beacock. <laughs> okay, I was going to do a Grogerson pirate impression, but it's actually funnier that you were so wrong yeah. about what his name was. <laughs> Brian Beacock has been the voice of Lloyd uh, for multiple years after Scott Manville did it that one time. Hmm. Um, so, like, would 
Nintendo ask Brian Beacock to do it again, or would they grab the original voice actor? I could see them doing the nostalgia play, you know? Uh, yeah. But, like, I'm sure that... Scott Menville? Scott Menville. I'm sure that Scott Menville has other things going on that he could be excited about that, that involve it, NDAs, the A's. you yeah, know? Yeah, Like, that doesn't feel like the first or even fifth most likely thing that it could be. Yeah, I think, I think really it's just an interesting coincidence, especially, like... Like, I don't know, I, I also think that they replaced Lloyd's voice actor for a pretty good reason. That reason being, he just sounds like Robin mm-hmm. from Teen Titans. Right. He he sounds like a, like, Robin, but like 20% more anime, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, yeah, Greg, Brian. Brian's voice for Lloyd, if I remember right, is much more like generic and kind of unremarkable. Okay. Kind of a standard anime boy voice. But I also think it fits Lloyd much better okay. than than all than constantly being on the verge of hearing Lloyd Irving go, Titans go <laughs> uh, it, yeah. Um We've gotta stop the symphonia. I don't know what happens in Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> Uh, uh, Batman, help! The <laughs> Symphonia! <laughs> it's, it's attacking! <laughs> you're, you're, you're pretty far off, man. It's got tails! <laughs> oh no, it's got tails! <laughs> I'll help you, tails! Sonic! <laughs> I mean Batman! <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd would be cool, though. I I do think he there there's stuff lining up for him okay. that like could be a chance for him, but I do think that there's other Namco characters that are more likely than Lloyd. Yeah, and Agumon is one of them. I'd <laughs> I'd predict Agumon before I'd predict Lloyd Irving. Okay, almost halfway down the list. Uh, and here's a popular discussion for you and I: the Minecrafter. Yeah, I love having this discussion. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Mmm, pick up some blocks, wear some t-shirts, Minecrafter, Minecrafter, yeah! <laughs> so, uh, usually when we have this conversation, it's a Minecrafter versus Banjo discussion. Right. And now Banjo's out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Banjo's out now. Um, and I don't, I, I know I've told this to you, Sean, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, I think that Minecrafter would be a much better play now that banjo is in the game okay yeah like i i think uh first first of all uh most companies that have contributed third-party characters to nintendo have done it more than once sure right uh mega man and ryu uh-huh. uh bayonetta and joker and sonic right uh so like i do think we could get banjo and minecrafter in the next DLC, in the next Fighter's Pass. Okay. Um, and uh, and now that we have Banjo, if they release Minecrafter, there won't be anyone going, well, why didn't we get, we should have gotten <laughs> Banjo instead. Right. I think people would be much more, com- like, the people that would prefer Minecrafter to Banjo would be, would be fine, because now they have Banjo. And the kids, the little children <laughs> that would be excited about Minecrafter and getting a Minecraft stage 
And uh, does Minecraft have music? I don't fucking... Yeah, it's got music. Okay. It, it then... has, like, incidental stuff that plays, like, oh, the sun came up. Here's a little 30-second little ditty. See, getting, like, a fucking Koji Kanjo, like, Koji Kondo, <laughs> uh, like, remix of that, sure. of those sounds and shit, I could see them doing... I could see them doing cool shit. Yeah. I'm not dismissing your logic. I think your logic is sound. Mm-hmm. I hope this doesn't happen. <laughs> Like, I, I, I was one of the people that even though I was, I was predicting with my brain and not my heart, I was one of the people that thought Banjo would be better than Minecrafter. Yeah. Now that Banjo's here, like, I'd, I'd be fine with Minecrafter. I think Minecraft is an incredibly iconic part of gaming history. And Smash Bros, as kind of this collection of all this iconic game history, I think Minecraft, like, deserves to be there. And I think it would belong. Um... I I'd be the the one thing I'm hesitant about is like that ugly ass blocky character model in Smash. Uh-huh. Like I I don't know how they'd clean that up and and make that palatable yeah. in the game. But I I trust Sakurai to do it. I I think I think he has the capability to to make a Minecraft character look like they belong in that game, just like he managed to do for like Mr. Game and Watch and all these. Other like kind of wacky, like non-conforming <laughs> to character model designs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't begrudge them for putting Minecrafter in the game. Uh-huh. I just, and I, I should say, incidentally, that I'm someone who, like, I bought Minecrafter when it was like an alpha or beta, and it was still like ten dollars. You right, know, and right. played it for a long time, enjoyed my time with it. When I think of the things that I enjoy about Minecraft, how cool the characters are does not rank highly in that list. Sure. And so it's hard for me to be excited, even though I think they could do cool things with a Minecraft character, even though I think a Minecraft stage would be cool. I just would have a really hard time picking up the token, putting it down, and then seeing Steve's ugly ass face as the (laughs) announcer says, Minecrafter! Or even worse, Steve. <laughs> I would just have a hard time doing that. That's all. One cool thing I think they could do to kind of take the edge off of that is to have uh, a bunch of different skins for the Minecrafter that uh, that make them resemble various Microsoft and Rare characters, <laughs> like. Like one that can make him look like a Minecraft blocky version of Fulgore from Killer right. Instinct. Or like, or you could even have like kind of a Master Chief skin uh-huh. for the Minecrafter, right? Sure. Uh, yeah, I, uh, like, you're right. The The character design isn't, isn't the most exciting thing. But I think, I think like, just having that as a vessel for Minecraft to be represented as a game... And for like you know Steve or Minecrafter to kind of have a mine to have Minecraft as a move set, yeah. Um, I I think that would make it worth it, even if, um, even if he he's not your first pick for video game characters you'd make out with. Yeah, I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that took a second to sink in for you. <laughs> well, I I had a talking point ready for if you said a normal thing. <laughs> And so I just wanted to jump right in, but it turns out that you were thinking about me just like tonguing with with Minecrafter. <laughs> That's not what I had in mind. 
Sorry. I just started thinking about my country's tongue. <laughs> like, I was about it's just like one like big pink <laughs> block. Uh-huh. And, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Ready to smooch on? Blank, 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 Who's blank, next blank. on the list? <laughs> what was your talking point? Um, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> Sorry, You John. dislodged it from my brain. <laughs> next up, uh, a Sean favorite. The Monster Hunter. Woo! Yeah! I think Monster Hunter's got a really good shot. Me too. I, I think, uh, I think they're still kind of the best pick for a Capcom rep. Yeah. Um... Hugely popular, move set potentials off the wall, extremely relevant. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, we've got to be hearing about a Monster Hunter game for the Switch any day now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, I uh, feel yeah. that there's a lot going for it. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think within the next year we'll know about a Switch version of Monster a new, a brand new Switch game yeah. of Monster Hunter. So, that kind of tying in with a Smash release would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Up next, another Capcom character, Phoenix Wright. I would also love this yeah, character to I, be in the game. Damn. I would, yeah, I would love him. Uh, he's less likely than uh, than the Monster Hunter, for sure. Yes. Uh, one thing that would be cool is if when we got Monster Hunter, uh, we'd get a Phoenix Wright-like brawler. For yeah. The, the brawler skin for the me. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Up next, uh, Rabid from... Uh, <laughs> From Rayman, mm. alternately maybe Rayman himself. Mm. <laughs> Again, I think now that the Western DLC floodgates have kind of opened, yeah. Um, I, I think Rabbit has a shot. Rabbit is one of few characters who already have collaborated with Mario. That's true. Um, and uh, and Rabbit was was a character that I was that I really thought was just kind of a shoe in, <laughs> uh, back in the beginning, right? Um. And and some rabbits are in fact uh, spirits right. in in a uh, world of light. Um, Have we had any weird question French representation in this game, un- or would that be the first? No, like banjo is like British representation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, uh, rabbit would be the first french character to show up well you could do worse yeah yeah i guess (laughs) uh yeah and like yeah i think i think rabbit either having like a really you know goofy like slapsticky moveset or a moveset based off of mario and rabbits where it has like the high-tech guns right and does like the parkour and shit (laughs) um i think either of those would be like cool New feeling move sets. Yeah, for I smash. I would hate that marginally less than Minecraft for being <laughs> in the game. I'll say, but Sh- there's a, there's I have similar reservations. <laughs> Here's one that's shown up on like every fake leak. Uh, Ryu Hiabusa. Yeah, they really just keep doing this one. <laughs> yeah, I like. I don't know if it's like my brain kind of like, kind of like stubbornly like putting up a self-defense mechanism against all those fake leaks. Yeah. But I don't think Ryuhi Boost is ever happening. No, me neither. Yeah. Like, he's not, like, he's he's just, like, you put him next to every other character that's come out, and he just, like, he's less popular by several degrees. Yeah. I think only putting him next to Terry Bogard kind of makes sense. Right. Yeah. He's, he's less popular, 
He is not especially relevant right now. Yeah. And he has the, the, a sword. The the rumors, the fake leaks always say that he's he's going to get a new game that comes out for the Switch. Yeah, well, his... that's some fake shit, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he's, he's a ninja. And right. we've already got some ninjas in the game. Yeah, we've got Greninja, who will always be more interesting than he could ever be. Yeah, and Sheik's also cool. Yes. Yeah, and they they both really have a lot of those ninja tropes covered, you know? Right. Like, yeah. We don't need this to be a Fire Emblem sword fighter situation where there's just ninjas coming out the ass. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's happening. No. Um, I mean, ninjas are always cool. No, yeah, I'm, I, I should be clear that I'm a big ninja guy, but you don't need multiple ninjas, you know, <laughs> in Smash. <laughs> yeah. You don't need more than two. Yeah. Um... Because there are already more than two ninjas. I'm trying to think, and I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, like a sister of these. Yeah, and uh, and there's a mystical ninja of some kind. Right, <laughs> right. A, yes, that's true. As Goemon's a, in there. Yeah, as as a me costume. Although, um, co- really, calling him a ninja as he's portrayed in that franchise is a stretch. Yeah. Well, it's in the title. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of character, yeah, I don't think Ryu Hibusa's uh ever going to happen as a playable character no me neither and speaking of characters that i doubt will ever actually be playable <laughs> uh shantae that's a shame because i think she could be really cool i think her i think her moveset would be fucking amazing yeah it'd be so good um but like i do think that there's just like kind of an indie barrier where mm-hmm. where nintendo's like we will su- we, we will put you in the game like we'll support your right you being in the game but like, but we're not going to go so far that you'll be playable. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I've I've mentioned this previously, but I do have kind of like uh, a sort of it's almost like the Mendoza line in baseball. Like I have the, like the Undertale threshold, you know. Right. Sands was not a, a real character in the game, therefore no other indie character is going to be a real character in the game. Yeah. yeah. If any character was going to be in the game, it was Sands. Sans is a gunner costume. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um also maybe this is a fake memory, but but Shantae is also a, already a spirit in Smash Bros Ultimate. And I know that there's a lot of people that think that's not necessarily like like a deconfirmation. Right. Like some people are like, well, maybe like maybe a character can get a spirit and still and still be playable later. You yeah, know? but um, it doesn't help. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't help. And yeah, I think I don't know. I think that's as notable. I think that's as much of a nod as Shantae is going to get. Besides, maybe like a me brawler costume down the line. Yeah. Solera of Astoria from Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> there, there was that fake Dark Souls character leak, mm-hmm. right? Uh, one of the Dark Souls bosses or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also. I, I also think that this is a more likely Namco rep than Lloyd Irving. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I, I don't think it's the most likely Namco rep. Me neither. Next up, Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Your favorite boy. My favorite boy. And you know what? I think I think this is it. I okay. Think, I think Fighter Pass 2 is is it. Like, that's, that's Sora time. I think it's finally going to be Sora time. Um, his moveset's going to be great. He's going to have no music <laughs> and 
and his spirit selection will be kind of lackluster. Right. Um, the stage will be Destiny Islands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I would actually do for a Kingdom Hearts stage? I would just have you be like on a gummy ship and you're going through space. Oh, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah, you see worlds in the background, you know. Yeah, although wouldn't they be allowed to show Disney worlds in the background? I hope so, because otherwise that idea doesn't work, and I'm a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I feel like either, like, the short list for stages, I think, would be in Destiny Islands, pretty obvious, mm. um, uh, Twilight Town, right? right? Um, or just, like, being, like, on the stained glass platform. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, the big, big, big boy heartless shows up. You yeah, know, the first boss thing. Yeah, huh? Yeah, smashes yeah. his fist into the ground. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a cool hazard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think some companies have had as many as three characters represented in Smash so far. Uh huh. And uh, and Square Enix so far has had two. Right. Uh, very, very big deals: Cloud and uh, and uh, Hero. Yes. Um. And I, I think Sora more than deserves to be standing alongside them. Really, like, the only reason I could see Sora not being in is because Disney said no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Disney, Disney does uh, partially own the character. Yeah. However, Disney does have a working relationship with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And Disney has also been flexible enough that Sora has appeared as, like, a DLC character in World of Final Fantasy. Okay. Um, right. So, like, there's a precedent Sure. Sora can be in things that aren't Kingdom Hearts games. <laughs> um and I um and that that informal like poll that I told you about, mm-hmm. uh Sora was the second most requested character for Japan. Ah. And the first most requested character for America and Europe. <laughs> uh that's pretty good. Yeah. I think Sora is probably like the most wanted character for Smash that isn't already in Smash. I want him the most. <laughs> we know that. Yeah, I want him the most. Um and like all like all three uh things that we talk about sometimes. Uh Ah yes, the things that form a shape. <laughs> what no a particular uh, three sided shape. His his relevance is is skyrocketing right now. Yeah, He's, it, uh, a highly anticipated game of his just came out, uh-huh. uh, and is getting DLC at the end of this year. Yeah, um, he his popularity has just been established. Sure, and his moveset potential is great. He can he can do the form changing thing from two. Uh-huh. He can do the keyblade changing thing from three. Yeah, um, although he, uh, he probably wouldn't do the keyblade changing thing because that would also involve kind of a oh well i guess it depends on like if you want to do like the kingdom key and the ultima weapon yeah sure yeah yeah he probably could not do disney keyblades which unfortunately (laughs) his his final smash is just woody and buzz (laughs) (laughs) under the screen i mean his final smash is going to be like him and roxas and fucking people it's going to be a cutscene and they all attack you yeah probably and that's cool i love those Yeah. Love Don- those Final Smash. Donald and Goofy are conspicuously absent. <laughs> right. Wouldn't yeah. it be wild if Donald and Goofy were in his Final Smash? <laughs> and then Donald and Goofy would be in in Smash Bros. Or if Donald and Goofy are like spirits. Well, you know, I mean, 
there is Nintendo precedent there. There have been many Donald and Goofy and Mickey games. Yeah. You know? It's it's just wild because there's there's kind of this not even unwritten rule, this rule that Sakurai has explicitly stated over and over that if a character did, has not originated in a video game, right. they're not going to be in Smash, right. right? So it'd be funny if Donald and Goofy kind of got in <laughs> through a loophole, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they may not be, they may not have originated from a video game, but I've played more video games with them in them than I have experienced them in other ways since Kingdom Hearts 1 came out. Good sentence, Sean. Thanks. But yeah, probably, probably just Sora, Riku, and Kairi really is. Yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I think really if Sora does not show up in the next Fighters Pass, uh, it's it's just going to boil down to a rights issue. Sure. Yeah. Up next, another one of your favorite conversations, a Tekken representative. Hmm. Uh, either Jin or the Heihachi. Hey! <laughs> you know, you were saying hey, I was saying hey. We're just saying hello to each other. Heihachi. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, the uh, the head of the Mishima family. Um, the, the, the pointy hair mustache rocket punching man himself i can't believe you just explained everything i dislike about him <laughs> description of the man uh yeah i this is the most likely namco character to me okay um because nintendo has shown that they that they enjoy putting in fighting game reps mm-hmm. and and that they probably do it to kind of draw people that enjoy fighting games into right. smash right uh terry bogard being a very kind of transparent play in that direction sure so i think i think either Jin or heihachi mishima um as as the next namco rep just it, it just makes a lot of sense hope it's Jin. um yeah Jin would be cooler and i think Jin's moveset potential is better i think it's been long enough now uh oh yeah since the passing of si- since the Heihachi's. passing of Heihachi's voice actor yeah. that like I could actually kind of see a scenario potentially where Heihachi was slated to be one of the first DLCs his voice actor died and they were like never mind we didn't get to record his lines so let's pick someone different out of respect and now enough time has passed that a replacement would make more sense and he'll be in Fighters Pass 2 instead okay yeah um because he, for better or for worse, he's the most iconic Tekken character. Look, I'm not saying you're wrong. I am saying that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, at this point, lean towards Heihachi again. I think there's a point where Jin was more likely, but I think, I think Heihachi in the next Fighters Pass makes a lot of sense. Up next, Tracer from Overwatch. I think this is, uh, great pick you yeah. know like we got overwatch for the switch tracer is the most iconic overwatch character yeah uh just makes sense yeah it makes a lot of sense i would love like yeah i would love kind of like a crossover thing where like tracer is announced for for smash bros right with like an overwatch stage and overwatch music you know overwatch has got pretty good music actually yeah um and uh and then, like, as kind of a, a promotional thing, uh, exclusive to the Switch version of Overwatch, ah. several costumes based off of Nintendo characters 
are made available for various Overwatch characters. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Princess Peach Mercy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Don- Donkey Kong Winston. <laughs> Donkey Kong Winston. Oh, man, that'd be great. Yeah. Maybe, like, Bowser Reinhardt or something. Oh, oh that'd be cool. Like, yeah, yeah he, he just got, like, Bowser-themed armor and, like, a big old, like, uh-huh. Koopa shell on the back. Spiky stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that, that'd be so rad. And I think... I think Tracer is one of the most iconic female characters that is not in the game yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And is not from... An existing franchise that right. is already in Smash. Just a couple more left. Uh, one of them being Travis Touchdown. Mm-hmm. Travis Touchdown is going to be a Mii Sword Fighter costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think I've said this before, but that's still what I think. I think like Suda Fifty One wants very badly for Travis Touchdown to be in Smash, mm-hmm. and he keeps like campaigning for that. Basically, right. Um, we're, but we're... you only have to campaign for something if the people who you're campaigning to aren't listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> that's not a bad point. But but yeah, I think Travis is just not really popular enough to be a fully-fledged Smash character, especially because he'd just be like another sword fighter yeah. if he did get in. I think he'd be perfect as a me sword fighter, um, as kind of just a little nice, respectful little nod to to Mr. Suda51, and then uh-huh. they can go on with their lives. <laughs> um, last one alphabetically on the list. Uh, but that doesn't... Uh, sometimes the thing about alphabets is that uh, things don't really escalate. Uh, <laughs> the last pick is not necessarily the best pick, and that's Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, I'm gonna wreck it. I, I've, I've, at, there were some points during this podcast... Where I was legitimately predicting Wreck It Ralph. I remember that. I had this kind of galaxy brain take <laughs> where uh where Sora would be in the game and as kind of a trade for that, Disney would request that Wreck It Ralph also be in the game right. to promote the movie, which at the time was about to come out, but now has been out for nearly a year. Yeah. And I think I think Wreck It Ralph's time has safely passed. I think Wreck It Ralph will not be in Smash Brothers, like most people think probably. Uh, well, don't be sad. I'm John C. Riley, and uh, I I agree with you. Your best impression yet. Thanks. By f- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's we've really including some that have kind of not including some that have kind of lumped together. Like I kind of said, Rabbit and Rayman. Mm-hmm. All right, like I uh. Okay, so including everything we've we've mentioned over twenty five characters. Okay, right, uh, and we've we are of the thought that we have six more characters incoming. Right. So, which six of these twenty five plus are we picking? Now, is this a is this a we situation or am I picking and you're picking? Um, you're you're picking. I'm picking. We've always we've always predicted separately. No, no, yeah, that that makes sense. I just yeah, wanted... we obviously we can share some some predictions. Okay. Um. So, um, now I should say that this is not necessarily in release order. I'm yeah. just naming things. Yes, same. The first, I got to go with my boy or girl Monster Hunter. Right. Uh, that would be my immediate pick. I just think that. We've already got the stage in there. We've got Rathalos. There's got to be a Monster Hunter game coming out for the. It's going to get announced for the Switch in the near future. Yeah, I I do think like a a flat plain 
isn't I don't think that really counts as a Monster Hunter stage. Well, right, right, no, yeah, yeah. But I, I just mean like there's that game has more representation than like a lot of other maybe maybe any other franchise that doesn't have a character from the game in it. Yeah, or doesn't have a stage. Right. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, you know, I I just feel as though the time is right. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, aside from me just loving Monster Hunter. Like you know, I think there's a lot there. Yeah. Do you do we want to go back and forth or? Uh, I I guess we can go back and forth. Uh, my my first, I I've already made this very clear. My first pick is Sora. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it seems incredibly likely to me. The only thing that would hold it back is is Bright's issues and and Hero being in the game alone kind of shows me that Nintendo is willing to get past Bright's issues. Yeah. To have cool characters show up. I'll jump on you with Sora. I think that it's time. Oh, you don't banal me. Yeah. Oh, oh get off. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, cool. That's two of mine and one yeah. of yours. Nice. Unless you're also doing Monster Hunter. No, I'm not. Uh, okay. well, I'm undecided. I'm undecided on Monster Hunter. Okay. We'll, we'll see how I, like, I'm, I'm going to pick some I'm more confident about first and then see what's left. I also think Tracer's happening. I also think Tracer's happening. Cool. We can link up on that. Cool. Two, both of us think Sora, both of us think Tracer. Yeah. You think Monster Hunter. Here's one that you don't think. Heihachi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm back on the Heihachi train. Okay. As I have been many times over the course of this podcast. It just it just makes a lot of sense. I'm not saying it's an exciting pick, but it, it makes a lot of sense. Well, I'm not saying Heihachi, but I am saying Jin. I think Jin's going to be in the game. Nice. And I think that as part of his kit, he's going to transform into Devil Jin. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Or at least his final smash or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's four for you and three for me. Yeah. Um oh, Minecrafter. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Fair. Um yeah. I I think Yeah, I think Minecrafter's in now that it won't be as much of a wound <laughs> that that only makes it obvious that Banjo kazooie is not present. Yeah, yeah. I I get you there. I'm not going to join you, but I get you there. Cool. And then uh, I'll just do my last two, yeah. um, Byleth and the Astral Chain Protagonist. Nice. I will join you on the Astral Chain Protagonist. Okay. Yeah, I think that, like, Astral Chain was kind of like a, it was a smash hit. People really like it. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of moveset potential, et cetera, et cetera. And then, as we said earlier, I just think that Fire Emblem is just kind of, for many reasons, it is immediately and perennially popular, and it would just be like printing money to release Byleth as a DLC character. Yeah, that's that's not a bad point. I think Byleth would be a great pick. However, I am going to go against what my gut is telling me. Hmm. Um or against what like against what I really want to happen. Yeah. Um and I reserve the right to change this later okay. to either Byleth or Monster Hunter because they're both kind of uh, kind of reserve options for me. They're sure. both kind of like um, options I could see happening instead. But for my last slot, I'm gonna say Crash Bandicoot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I think I just think that even out of all these characters, the the eruption that would ensue. Yeah, if Crash gets announced for Smash Brothers. Uh, would be very high, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and now that Overwatch is coming to the Switch, like, and 
like Activision Blizzard is clearly having lots of discussions with Nintendo. Yeah. Um. And uh, since we're already kind of confident that we're getting Tracer, or like a Overwatch character, you know. Yeah. I th- I think like I think there's other Overwatch characters that are possible, like Reaper or Soldier seventy six. Mm-hmm. But I think Tracer would be the best pick. Yeah. I think I think like her moveset is potential is better than both of them. Um. And you know she's she's a great. She's great. I yeah. Uh, yeah, she's great. Um now every time you hear Tracer here, you can't help but be like, Yeah, Tracer here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like yeah, I might I might change my mind later. Okay. But I, I respect your crash pick. Yeah. You know? I think that uh I respect all your picks. I Aww. think they're all they're all solid. They're based on logic, you know. Like I, I, I get you. I get where you're coming from. Sora's coming from the heart, man. Well, I also just think that there's that's a good there's a good chance. You yeah, know, me other, too. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have also gone Sora. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's see. I've got, uh, I've got Sora, Tracer, Astral Chain protagonist, Crash Bandicoot, um, Heihachi and minecrafter right and i've got byleth astral chain monster hunter sora Jin, and tracer yeah yeah all right i i i think that's i think that's a respectable six for both of us i think so yeah we'll um, see who's right and who is hey hot wrong <laughs> <laughs> really we've got a lot of overlap and i think it's because some of these picks are very strong, you know. Yes, there's yeah. there's still a lot of potential for some really hype, really cool DLC characters. To I come. think so, for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. I, I I always like doing episodes like this. They're fun. Yeah, you know, like predicting is a cool thing that this podcast is based on, <laughs> yeah. and so when we get to predict lots of stuff, it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So um, let's uh let's do listener mail. All right. Uh, here's a prediction from Jimmy, who has messaged us on our Facebook. Okay. Hey guys, great podcast. As for future predictions of Smash characters, thoughts on Gino? I know, I know, generic as hell. Being announced as DLC alongside Super Mario RPG for Switch Online, given they are getting more SNES games available? Hmm. Thanks, Jimmy. Yes, thank you. Uh, I love Super Mario RPG. I love Gino. I am not going to predict him, and I also don't think that, well, we could release this game for SNES Online is a good selling point for a DLC character, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, yeah, like, just, like, that's not a strong enough tie-in. Right, exactly. Um, however, I do think Super Mario RPG coming to the SNES Online service on the Switch, I do think that will happen. Um, I hope it happens. Yeah. That'd yeah. be really cool. That'd be but great. But I don't think Gino's ever going to be more than a costume for me, Gunner. Yeah. And I don't know if that's happening. I will um, I will say, though, Jimmy, trust your tastes. Like, Gino isn't generic. He's like a living doll that shoots bullets out of his joints. That's pretty cool, <laughs> you know? Not a lot of characters like that. Yeah, I wouldn't say Gino's generic. I wouldn't say he's likely, but I wouldn't say he's generic. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame people for taking issue with his design for various reasons. Sure, generic wouldn't be one of them. Right, exactly. Yeah, um, goofy ass wood puppet. I could see that being something. <laughs> the reason that people take issue with his design, but no, I, I like Gino. I like you, Sean. 
Thank you. <laughs> I will I will say that I definitely did go through a period where like because like, you know, anybody who is trying to like like really win Super Mario RPG does Mario Gino Peach as their party. Uh-huh. And there was a part of young me that just loved experimenting with wacky parties and setups and J in RPGs. Uh-huh. That was like, oh come on guys, why can't you do, you know, Bowser and Mallow or something? Right. Like, you know, in, in that sense I have resented Gino in my life. <laughs> but you know, as an adult, I have come to appreciate him for his other qualities. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. Great Sword Adv on Twitter says, uh, still feel like Porky and Gino are in the realm of possibility. Uh, I'm also predicting DLC 5 is someone I don't want and never asked for, <laughs> but was also something I didn't know I needed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Great Sword. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I'll say about Porky is that I did prefer when it was Pokey. Yeah. I liked that better. Porky yeah. is a little on the nose. It it is apparently that's a more that's a better and more accurate translation. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's not what you want. Yeah, I I also like Pokey better. I yeah. think it Yeah, you're you're right. Like Porky's a bit a bit much. And like I think it, Pokey Pokey's good because he kind of needles at you, you know, he pokes you yeah, as sure. you're playing through Earthbound. And so yeah. And also, like, he's kind of pokey, pokey guy, you know? Uh-huh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, he pokey fits him in a lot of ways, and 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 Porky just... <laughs> fits him in one way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, that Porky's just a little rude. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe, but maybe that's the point. No wonder he turned out to be a little shit if his right, name's yeah. Porky. <laughs> yeah, that's your, fair. Your parents named you Porky. Well, right. what else is... Yeah, like, <laughs> they just named my parents, like, hey, Fatso, come on over here and do the yard work. Like, no. Yeah. You named me Fatso. Yeah. You're you know, a dick. Yeah, you know what, Mom? I'm going to get inside of, like, a spider <laughs> mech and fuck some kids' days up. That's right, what I'm yeah. going to do. I'm not going to do your goddamn yard. Yeah, I um, I can't imagine uh predicting Porky as a DLC character, like a fully fledged you yeah. play as them ass DLC character. Um, but that's another one where like, if we got Porky, there'd be cool stuff going on. Oh you yeah, move set potential. Yeah, him him and that mech would be awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I yeah I I, I would not predict Porky in a million years. Me neither. Um. Dagustar on Twitter says, I think Monokuma from Danganronpa is a lot more likely now. Hmm. Uh, his background color could be pink and the Lloyd leak could actually be real. Uh, but I think he isn't in the fighter's pass, just like an extra. Ten more fighters after the pass is my prediction. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I could see that. I could, I could see honestly like, support going on for multiple years for smash ultimate okay especially if he keeps making lots and lots of money sure yeah yeah i wouldn't mind because this is meant to be like the biggest smash ever yeah you know i wouldn't mind if we got into like a pseudo street fighter 4 situation where it's just like here's even more characters yeah yeah why not i'll take that yeah just you know like around four or five characters a year for the rest of the switch's lifespan (laughs) yeah uh just just cash out with like 90 characters <laughs> by the last year of the switch's lifespan sakurai is just like a talking head in a jar <laughs> <laughs> futurama has happened 
It's just Futurama now. I used to use two controllers to demo these games, but now I don't have a body. <laughs> I control them with my mind. Uh, thank you, Deku Star. Yes, thank you, Deku Star. Lokar1111 on Twitter <laughs> says, Heavy. And then attached a picture of Heavy from Team Fortress 2. Hmm. That is the entirety of the tweet. Thank, well, first of all, thank you, Lokar1111. <laughs> I will say that I think the Heavy star has faded a little bit since his inception. Uh... I can't say that there's a lot of relevance or popularity there anymore. I can't say that there's moveset potential. He could eat the sandwich. But, uh... <laughs> Thank you, Lokar. Thank you, Lokar. <laughs> Mitch E. Mitchy Mitch. Says, The fifth character of this fighter's pass would be either Doomguy or Agumon. I also predict there will be two more passes, one for first party and another which is Anything Goes. Oh. Uh, the Anything Goes pass will have three characters at the end, voted by people via a fighter ballot. Hmm. The first party pass will include Gino, Isaac, Waddle Chorus Kids, and Waluigi. I completely forgot that we were on the Chorus Kids train for a while. Yeah, yeah, we there were. Was the leak yeah. and stuff. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah Chorus the, Kids. The Grinch leak. Oh, oh back oh. in the day. Um, oh, that Grinch bastard. <laughs> the Anything Goes Pass will include Sora, Crash, Doomguy or Agumon, and two others. I don't know. Hmm. Um, they'll introduce two more modes. A tag team online mode, basically like Squad Strike, but online. Huh. And the second will be a single player story mode that's more like a comic book with a different story for each character. Huh. For example, you click Diddy Kong and it shows a comic where Diddy and Wario are fighting for bananas. And then you... <laughs> And then you play out a fight between Mario and Diddy Kong. And when you win, you see Diddy Kong happily eating bananas. Or it's Incineroar and Ken having a wrestling match. <laughs> It'd be a way to make story mode without doing cutscenes or having it connect. It's just characters interacting with each other in random events. I love the idea that <laughs> Diddy Kong's rival is somehow Ooh. Wario for bananas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a banana. Wario gets hungry, too. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I. So yeah, these are some really cool predictions, Mitch. Yes. Um, yeah, I I think I believe Sakurai when he says there won't really be new modes. Yeah. I I think he'll just uh, add more like stages and costumes and stuff instead. Mm-hmm. Actually, one one thing I might seem doing is adding f- new features that aren't necessarily new modes. Mm. Stuff like uh. Stuff like more elaborate alternate costumes for each playable character. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think that might be a way that he kind of tries to rejuvenate Smash Ultimate down the line. Okay. Um, there Some cool picks for both passes. Unfortunately, I'm I'm still on the train where, like, I, I understand the argument that Spirits are not a deconfirm. Yeah. But I, I strongly believe that assist trophies are a deconfirm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I... I do not think that we will see Isaac or Waluigi, for example. Which is a shame. That, that's a big shame. I love Golden Sun. I th- I think there's a 10% chance that the very last downloadable character revealed for Smash Bros, not part of a fighter's pass, just as a standalone character, 
is Waluigi, <laughs> uh, despite his being an assist trophy as well. Okay. And they won't even bother to turn him off as an assist trophy <laughs> when Waluigi is playable. Right. So you can assist trophy Waluigi as Waluigi. Yeah, they'll even, like, uh, you know, in the cutscene or, you know, in, in the video where they're announcing it, there'll be a moment where, like, waluigi the character is standing next to waluigi the assist trophy and he goes like wah yeah you know <laughs> or or even like the trailer will start with uh mario like summoning a waluigi assist trophy <laughs> waluigi like like right. doing the assist trophy thing and then waluigi just like turns around and doesn't move that the assist trophy does not have <laughs> right. on mario or what i was thinking is like mario summons the waluigi assist trophy then real waluigi shows up and like punches it yeah yeah something like that yes something like that happening but yeah i i um i like the idea of waluigi kind of occupying a piranha plant space you know yes yes it's like we didn't know we were getting this but here it is yeah and uh yeah i i think like Waluigi has the potential to be the sole exception yeah. to the to the assist trophy rule, uh, and that's that's largely because just people were so mad when yeah. when he was an assist trophy instead of playable. Yeah, you know, and I I think maybe if they do like a cheeky response to that and make him kind of a piranha plant level of playable, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, if you have Nintendo Online subscription, you right. get Waluigi for free. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. In any case, thanks, Mitch. Yeah, thank you, Mitch. Setgo says, mm-hmm. well, we have more slots now, so here are my predictions. One, Gino. Something like relevance isn't important since K. Rule and Banjo got in. <laughs> I just think it'd be neat to see him again. Two, I'd like another Kirby character to get in. Not sure who... Bandana Waddle doesn't seem likely, but he does have a song about apple juice, so that probably means something. <laughs> three, Fire Emblem Three has a slot. I'm okay with this, and I think a lot of other fans would be too. Smash fans didn't want Corin, and Fire Emblem fans didn't want Corin's game. <laughs> but Three Houses is good, and Byleth's Whip Sword is a unique mechanic. Or their moveset could be like Pokemon trainers, where they command the three house leaders. Sounds hard to program. Unlikely. Four, Phoenix Wright. He can throw evidence as a side B, have a counter that grows more powerful the higher his percentage is, and recover with a stepladder. <laughs> Five, I still think Cooking Mama deserves it. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for the great show. I always enjoy your enthusiasm and energy to brighten up my day. Oh, thanks, Setgo. Thank don't, you, Setgo. Don't talk shit about my... <laughs> don't talk shit about my favorite fire emblem game <laughs> it's not my favorite fire emblem game your favorite is still sacred stones right? yeah my favorite is easily still sacred Stones. nice but still yeah i think that was a good burn on fates like i think fates was fun i think it deserves to be burned on <laughs> <laughs> i don't really get why but okay yeah i like uh the the you have to buy three games to play the whole story <laughs> okay thing. yeah no that's that's not unfair yeah and it definitely hit kind of a threshold of anime nonsense. The three houses dialed back on a little bit. Yeah, okay, I can you know, see that. like like three houses is a, is a level of anime nonsense I like, mm-hmm. and and fates kind of sometimes had a level of anime nonsense that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah. I, guess, I guess for me, um, first of all, I think that the soundtrack for the, all the fates games combined is just like some of the best stuff that's ever I've, been in Fire Emblem. I, I've heard some phenomenal fates music even though i haven't beaten any of those games so yeah and and then i i also just something that i really appreciated on an aesthetic level is that like 
because you had Hoshido and Nor and you had to make them two very distinct kingdoms. Yeah. You got to really see them go like hyper anime on one side uh-huh. and a hyper medieval Europe on the other side. Uh-huh. And I just liked what they did and I liked the contrast. I thought that was fun. Okay, cool. So yeah. yeah. I, I, I liked Fates. It's it's not my favorite Fire Emblem game, but it's not my least favorite either. Okay. Cool. Well thanks, Echo. Yeah. Vinny G. As usual, sent me so much that I can't really cover it all. That doesn't sound like Vinny G at all. <laughs> here's some here's some cool stuff. Uh, here's his DLC picks, and he gives a lot of reasoning for all of them. But mm-hmm. I'll I'll just list them off and then and then pick a question that I think will be a fun discussion. Okay. Um, his DLC picks are Dorothy from Seamroll Dig, the Chorus Kids, mm-hmm. uh, Space Invader. Oh. Laharl from Disgaea, uh-huh. the Lemmings, huh. the Prince of All Cosmos, <laughs> and the Pea Shooter from Plants vs Zombies. <laughs> uh, all very, very cool. Yeah, uh, very, very Vinny picks. Very Vinny picks. But here's a question he has: As I'm sure you're both aware, we have a new Galar form announced, Sir Fetched. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one question for the both of you. With Surfetch being unique to Sword, what Pokemon do you think will be unique to Shield? <laughs> what other differences do you think will mark the two versions? And what do you think Team Yell's plan is? Hmm. Also, if you go back to look at my predictions for possible Pokemon, one of my pick was Farfetch'd. I am now putting Farfetch'd and or Surfetch'd back on my prediction roster for Smash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... Good, great predictions, Vinny. Yeah. And, and good question, uh, questions. Um, so what Pokemon, what evolution of an existing Pokemon do you think will be unique to Shield? Uh, a steel electric evolution of Stunfisk called Shield Fisk. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not actually Shield Fisk, Fisk because right. that's a little on the nose. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, I, uh, I may have mentioned this before. I like Stunfisk a lot. I think Stunfisk is a really unre- uh, is underrated. Like un- yeah, I almost said unrelated. <laughs> I think Stunfisk is a really underrated Pokemon with a fun design, and I think that it's criminal that Stunfisk does not have an evolution. Yeah. Uh, so that would be my pick. I think that'd be great. Um, I I think that it will be, um, a dragon normal evolution of dunsparce oh okay or normal dragon um that uh like maybe its tail has like expanded into kind of a shield and uh and like it's gotten like bigger and more intimidating yeah i I think dunsparce is one of those pokemon that like needs something Uh it hasn't gotten anything for a really long time yeah so that'd be uh that'd be my pick also uh here's the prediction that I I this this might just be like a common assumption in the community I don't know mm-hmm. but uh I think that uh Farfetch'd is also going to have a Galar form that we have not seen yet. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh because on the website if you look at a Pokemon with an evolution mm-hmm. uh it'll show like it'll there'll be like a little evolution like picture guide okay. that that shows you know what their pre-evolution or what their evolution is if we know what the evolution looks like already surfetch does not have 
an evolution mm. chart with Farfetch'd on it. Okay. Yeah, but we know that he evolves from Farfetch'd, which means that, uh, which means that kind of how, uh, you can only evolve into uh Obstagoon with a Galarian form Linoon. Right. I think you'll only be able to evolve into Surfetched with a Galarian form Farfetched. Okay. And that Galarian form Farfetched does exist. What would you do with Farfetched design to make him Galarian? Um, I I think really he'll just uh uh He'll he'll look kind of like Sir Fetch but smaller. Uh-huh. Uh his 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 little like hair wisp will be less <laughs> pronounced. Right. And like his his leak will be kind of like like spear shaped. Uh-huh. I was the thing that came to my mind uh first of all was um just kind of like some doing something with his plumage to make it look like the tabard of like one of the musketeers, ah, you know, yeah. and then maybe having his leak be a bit more like a rapier. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Rapier yeah. leak. I'm I'm down for that. Yeah. Nice. Um, cool. Uh, other differences we think will mark the two versions. Um, I think the 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 stories have felt markedly different in each in right. each version lately and i think that trend will continue yeah um i think and, that's a fair bet and what do we think team yells plan is uh i i think they will honestly just be kind of a stupid harmless team that really loves marnie okay uh, and then um and then something they they will get framed for something or like exploited somehow mm-hmm. by the true villains okay yeah uh which which honestly there's a lot of overlap with what happened in in Pokemon Sun and Moon there but sure. I I still think they'll do it. I think that Team Yell are the unwitting lackeys of much more intelligent and sinister true villains who have discovered a sound type Pokemon that lives under the earth and is creating some kind of tectonic distress. Oh. Uh, they're trying to get it to cause earthquakes all over the Galar region and destroy the region for their own nefarious means. That's really cool. That's my, I'm just throwing that out there. And if I'm right, then Nintendo is contractually obligated to hire me. Yeah. Yeah. And pay me a million dollars. Yeah. An hour. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right, well, now that that's established. <laughs> yeah. Um, last email. Uh, thank you, Vinny. Thank you, Vinny. Last email is from Barnacle Man. Barnacle Man, Barnacle Man. Please don't DCMAS Sony. Sony. Yeah, Sony. Sony and um, Marvel. You know, those guys. Oh, Spider-Man, I... Spider-Man's guys. I, I see. I was thinking more like Barnacle Man, Barnacle Man. Something, something, Barnacle Man. Oh, no, no, no. I was, they was might that. be giants. Nah. Doo-doo-doo. I'm not as big of a Barnacle TMBG man. fan as you. Barnacle he Man. Sent an email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Barnacle Man says, Hi, Daniel. Hi, Sean. I don't really have any ideas about the extra fighters that others haven't said already, but here's an interesting question for you. If you have extra time at the end of this episode or later, in an earlier episode, you guys said Smash 6 would be about 30 characters with reworked movesets. If Sakurai somehow listened to your podcast <laughs> and patched and passed the torch to you two for this new game, which 20 to 30 characters from Ultimate 
would make it into the roster. Oh, God. Any specific ideas for reworks of old characters? Also, Echo Fighters or Freebies. Thanks, and I'm glad we're getting more Smashing Theory through 2020. So, Barnacle Man, uh, first of all, I fucking love this question. Yes. Second of all, I don't know if we do have the time. No, uh, we should just make that another episode. Yeah, like, I, I think... Um, I I think I'd love to go more in depth into this next episode, which yeah. I'll say what it is at the end. Okay. Um, but I guess as like a small like a small tease. Um, I do think that the initial twelve from Smash sixty four would stay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then like, and then the and then the roster that stays beyond that would be really unconventional and weird. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, I'd, I'd love to actually go really in-depth into this, because I do have some ideas for how some characters could be reworked. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. Yeah. Um, yeah, excellent question, Barnacle Man. T- to be continued. <laughs> yeah, thanks to everyone that sent mail. Um, this is one of those episodes where we did get really too much to cover. Um, so uh, if you sent us something we didn't, say it we did read it and we we love getting it so keep keep mailing us and and uh and we we will feature yeah you because we love you email twitter mail facebook mail if you want to know where else you can find us smashing three is part of the beat boop group which has a patreon patreon.com slash beat boop group and you can find a multitude of cool things on there if you support us like an exclusive monthly podcast uh, several behind-the-scenes things like deleted scenes and and cut content and uh, and Discord access and uh, we are also currently working on a brand new podcast for the Beep Boop Group, which will uh, which we have been uh, giving hints and teases about on the Patreon as well. You can get a, a good amount of this stuff starting at one dollar a month. And uh, and I think the five dollar option in particular is a great value. Mm-hmm. Uh, any level of support you've given us to this point is is a level of support we'll gladly take, and we're very grateful for. Yeah. Next time on a Smashing Theory, our fiftieth episode special. Oh, fifty. <laughs> we don't do an episode a year. The halcyon days of my youth are far <laughs> behind me. Anyway, that'll be our 50th episode. God, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, so um that that feels like a pretty good milestone. So I guess like uh just mail us like what you want to see us talk about for the 50th episode. Yeah. You know, if you want to ask us questions, if you reminisce us... about favorite smashing theory moments of old. Yeah, if you, if you want us to like just discuss a, a smash or video game related topic, uh yeah, just I know it'll be a fun, fun, loose, good time episode. Number yeah. 50. Um, we'll yeah. order some pizza and just munch on that while we're recording. No, absolutely not. Just right the microphone. No. So, yeah, if you have any ideas for how you want us to celebrate episode 50, uh, like send... with pizza, <laughs> send us an email. I will, uh, I will not read any of your pizza <laughs> suggestions, but if you have anything else, uh, <laughs> send us an email to a smashing theory at gmail.com uh tweet us at a smashing theory follow us while you're at it 
and some people are messaging us on Facebook. Uh, yeah, that's that, that that's allowed. Do do that if you feel like it. And yeah, I I'll I'll be interested to see what what you guys want from us for episode fifty because I'm I'm still figuring out what to do for that. We'll talk about fifty things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. Okay, so uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see you in a couple weeks. Um, and, and we will see you 50 times. And in the meantime, I hope you have 50 smashing times. <laughs> and that one of them involves cheese, sauce, a crust, and pepperoni. Yeah, all right, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Special thanks. Special thay-yay-yanks. Special thanks to Lonald. Thay-yay-yank you, Lonald. <laughs> Lonald, thanks for everything. You're great. Yes, thank you as always for everything from the beginning of time until now. Special thanks to Nymph. Thanks, Nymph. Nymph, I, what, what are you? What, what kind of DLC characters you want? So let us know. You've been playing Monster Hunter? Oh yeah, have wanna you... wanna link up with the S man, with the S boy? <laughs> Hop on into my hunting lounge. Special thanks to my girlfriend Amy Lee. Ah, uh, thank you, Amy Lee. Yes, thank you, thank you for still being in our bedroom right now. Yes, uh, you're going to be starting dinner very late, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. Uh, but also, I'm thankful. Yes, for you in general. Yes. Special thanks. To Leo. Why do you why do you like why do you stick some vibrato in there every time? That's not how lions sound. Vibrato would be like <laughs> Why why do you like like why do you like fucking Yeah, why are you like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't know, you know, it's just uh that's how the lions of, of my mind <laughs> roar all the time. Boy, there's always roaring in I, my mind. I would not hire Donald Glover to play. I'm trying to concentrate at work, you know. I'm like uh, looking at a document, and I just hear like in the background. It's hard. It's hard being me, man. It's hard being around. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Thanks for never ever burning me like that, Mr. Cool Red <laughs> Luigi. I really appreciate it. <laughs> He's, yeah, you're actually very sweet to us. Yes. And, uh, and we're, we're really grateful to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Leo. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on having a baby, yes. man. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Congratulations yeah. on adding another cub to the Leo clan. <laughs> yeah, you're... I, I saw a picture of your baby. He's beautiful. Yes. And I'm, I'm so happy for, for you and your family. Yes. Congratulations. Mazel tov. Special, dedicated thanks to Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Yes. Sorry to, 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 to sidetrack for a second, but you're, you're, we really are just super grateful for you and you're really amazing and cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're glad that you're on our Discord so much, sharing news and, and laughing at our jokes. And, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Lately, you've been breaking news for me that I didn't know otherwise. Yeah. That's pretty cool. He, he has sometimes, like, 
busted out shit that I didn't know yet. And that's impressive because you're the guy who knows things about video game news. I, I like to be that guy. You are that guy. Thank you, Mr. Cool Red Luigi, for also being that guy. Yes, thank you. And finally, special thanks to Garrett. All right, Garrett. Good, 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 Garrett. Thank good, you. Good, good, Garrett. Oh yeah. Thank you for the cormorant uh, correction. Yeah. Uh, I I would have just thought that that was a heron until I died, unless if you had not brought that up. So so as thanks, it, man. As it transpires, there is many a bird that can fit large fish in their mouths, like Sean. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's accurate. Thanks, man. Thank if you. if you if you want if someone else listening to this <laughs> wants to get special thanks by us, uh, you can back us at the twenty dollar higher tier on the beep boop group. Yeah, I mean, if, if if you, a person who's been special thanked, are listening to this, you can pledge higher, but we will not special thank you again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it we'll won't be like, special thanks to uh, Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Hey, special thanks again to Mr. Cool Red <laughs> Luigi. Yeah, but if, uh, yeah, if you if you if you're a different person, then then yeah, we we will give you such special thanks, and we're kind of closing in on the Sean finishes his Undertale playthrough goal on Patreon. Uh, I gotta be honest, I have thought about proposing several times. Like, why don't we just take that incentive off and I'll just beat it? Okay. So, well, if... that's that's good because we we will be removing that incentive <laughs> when we launch the new podcast and change our goals. Right. Um, uh, so if you get to it before then, then you know he will play it earlier. I'll play it earlier. Yeah. In the meantime, you're all great. Special thanks. Yeah. Thanks, 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 thanks. One, two, three, four, five, six. You did it. Yeah, I can count. <laughs> Bye. Oh, counting.